Hi, this is Andretta. You may be wondering, what are all these reruns about? I wanted to pop in and assure you that we are growing and are taking a moment to rebrand our podcast to make it better for you, our listeners. If you are new to our podcast, you'll get to hear some of our most popular episodes, but we will return with a new approach, new guests, new segments, September 1st. So be sure to stay tuned and check us out. We will share real life stories of women who have successfully changed their health. If you're one of those women, please send your story to Andretta at brownwomenwellness.com. Again, that's Andretta, A-N-D-R-E-T-T-A at brownwomenwellness.com. We would love to hear your story of how you overcame any health challenges recently. Thank you so much. Hey, Brown Beauties. Welcome to Well Honestly, the podcast. I'm Andretta. And I'm Akila, And we're your hosts. Well, honestly, what is this podcast all about? Our show is about women doing better tomorrow than they are doing today so we can take control of our health. We give you real talk and educate you on all things related to health, mental wellness, and nutrition for brown women all over the world. Once you know what choices you have, you can do better because we know the struggle is real. We invite you to come as you are, but leave inspired to become your best healthy self. So let's get started. Hey, Brown Beauties. Um, this is Andretta. And today, Akila's not here today. We actually have a guest host today and someone that is very, very close to me. Uh, you'll get to hear some of these personal stories. It'll be a lot of fun. But uh, she is not here. So I invited our guest host. Her name is Farah Bledsoe. Welcome, Farah. Good morning. Well, it's afternoon. Is it afternoon yet? No, it's still good morning. It's it still might good be morning. Still morning. I think you know, it is. We get confused sometimes, especially, especially during a pandemic, right? Uh-huh. And when you're up early. <laughs> and up early. So uh, Farah here is actually my trainer. Ooh, Yay. I get yeah. to see her every week. <laughs> uh, I try to do it three days a week. Sometimes it doesn't work out because I got a crazy schedule, but I have known Fair for years. In fact, she was a little young thing when I, I sure first met was. her. <laughs> and uh, she has really evolved over the years. I have seen her growth. I have seen her challenges. I have seen her life. And it really pleasures me to have her here with us today because she's going to share some things that you guys are going to really, really love. Because one of the things we have a problem with is getting out of bed and going (laughs) to the gym and getting our bodies together. And she's more than just um, a trainer, by the way. She also is into clean eating. I'm going to let her tell you a little bit about herself and where she came from. But welcome, Farah, again. Tell us a little bit about you. Thank you. How are you guys? How are you guys? It's a pleasure to be here. So thank you for having me. Um, of course. I'm, I'm glad to know that, you know, we can remain friends outside of our training session. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because sometimes I want to, uh, you know, I don't be feeling that uh-huh, way. Cause, you leave out uh, of there rolling your eyes on me, but that's okay. I know it's all out She's of pushing love. me because let me just uh, share this with the audience. One of my goals is what I told Farrah. So when we turn, when I turn, I saw the a picture that really uh, motivated me. And I said, when I turn 70, fair, I want to look like that. And I want you to be standing beside me saying, hey. Uh-huh. And guess what? That's not that many years away. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell nobody, though. <laughs> I won't. But one thing you cannot do is give me a challenge and expect me not to meet it. So. I know. Mm-hmm. Why did I say that? Why did you say that? <laughs> but at least you know. At least you know that end result is going to be what you want. Yeah. So, yeah, you've been putting in the work. 
Um, but yeah, as she said, Andretta has known me for quite some time and there has been quite an evolution. Um, I was just a teenager when I met her and she has seen me through basically this entire evolution. Um, I worked for Andretta um, <laughs> and her partner, Vanessa, for a couple of years, actually, in their... Um, a beauty spa business. Yes, in your beauty spa business. Yeah. I was there doing brows at About Your Face. About Your Face. That's yes. where it all started. Yes, that it was did. in 1997. Can you believe that? Mm -hmm. That's when you started. And I think I came and joined the team probably around, still in hair school. So it may have been around like late 98, early 99. Oh my somewhere God. Around there. Yeah. Okay, all right. We sound a little old. So keep going. <laughs> So the goal of my, like when I started there, I was actually looking for, cause I was working already, but I was actually looking for a second job because I was trying to save up some money to open my own hair salon. So once I finished up hair school, that was my goal. Um, so I stayed with you guys, learned a lot. Um, you guys kind of took me under your wing and showed me the ropes, like the behind the scenes of how to run a beauty business and all of that. So it was very beneficial to me. And the transition that I was making, because I was working in collections at this place called First Data. So it's totally know that. yes. You it never was, told me that. <laughs> it was totally, totally unrelated. And um, as with all things Pharaoh, once I decided to take the leap and just jump out there, then that's when I decided, okay, I need a second job. And I'm like, I think I'm gonna go knock their socks off at about your face in this <laughs> <You did>. interview <laughs> and see if they'll hire me on. And I mean it did, but prior to that. I had met you guys, we bumped into each other just so many different times because first my sister, when I was probably off 15 or 16, my sister came to um, your place downtown somewhere. Yeah, it was called La Carité. La Carité, yeah. yes. She <laughs> brought me with her because she was consulting with you guys for some services for her wedding. Yes. Um, yes. It was just, it was the craziest. It was the craziest. So I remember seeing you guys there. Um, and then I ran into you again when I was in hair school because mm -hmm. you guys were um, getting like some supplemental education in their esthetician program, mm -hmm. I believe. Mm -hmm. And then About Your Face came mm -hmm. and then I became Vanessa's hairstylist. And, <laughs> and it, just, it just goes on and on and on and By on. By the way, the, we've had nine lives. Uh, well, we've had seven. <laughs> this is eight for me. I have one more. Farrah probably got a few more oh, left my in her goodness. too. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. But it's, it's just been a pleasure how the the relationship has um, developed and having someone, especially at my age, having someone to look up to um, in you guys, you know, that service mentors that can really, really just kind of show you how to get the ball rolling, how to maintain your integrity, um, just Aww. how to keep your personal life, you know, separate and intact. And you guys have shown me a lot about class and how to handle myself Aww. in business. <laughs> so I have, um, I have always taken that with me and held it close to my chest. Um, so once I did finally open the salon, I actually had two salons um, and then decided to close that down and kind of minimize or scale it back pretty much. And then I got into fitness training after experiencing. Um, Tell you us know, how you pretty... got into fitness training. Come on, <sighs> expound on that story a little bit. Yeah, because it is quite of a story. So I, just a just a rough patch in my life. I was going through just so so much. My father had recently passed away. My mother was battling um, cancer. She had had some surgeries. A very, very, very close person to me had been sent away. Um, I experienced a couple of other deaths in the family. I was going through a divorce and just about to lose my mind. So I'm like, okay, I just, I don't, I don't know where it came from, but something just told me to join a gym. Like that is probably going to be the best way that you can channel this energy. And what a lot of people at that particular time didn't know about me is I have like a really aggressive, like tomboyish side. 
And at that point in my life, I was being so much of who other people thought I was or who other people thought I was supposed to be, especially Mm -hmm. being in the beauty industry. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm supposed to be this feminine dainty and I lived up to it, but it wasn't all of who I was. So you let me inject this up. So you were. (laughs) So what you're telling me is uh, you were really uh, had that gym thing going all along in your mind. It's always been there. It's always been there. And it would come out at different times like. Like if I was playing a sport or something, you know, just leisurely hanging out with friends or going on vacation. I remember one particular time we went on vacation. I can't remember where we were, but we were playing volleyball on the beach. It was me, my husband and I, and then our two best friends. Um, it was my ex-husband now, but that's another story. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but yeah, we were playing volleyball in the sand and we were just playing against, you know, some other people that were out there and we just, you know, kind of joined. And everybody was always expecting me to be, you know, this prissy one, timid one, because I was always dressed to kill in heels and, mm-hmm. you know, you know, hair always done or whatever. But when you put me in something like that, especially something that's competitive, an entirely different side of me turns on. I can attest to the competitive <laughs> side. She is very, very competitive, which makes her, by the way, one of the greatest trainers. I have trained with a lot of people. And that competitive side that she has really whips you in shape. So Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. So, yeah, we were on the beach and it's like we were going in for this, the, like the winning shot or whatever. And I remember the ball coming over the net. And no, I mean, my the other, the my friend, she was just, you know, kind of like, oh, my God, don't let this ball hit me in the face. So I just kind of like nudged her out of the way, nudged my husband out of the way, his best friend out of the way. And I jumped in front of the ball like darn near over the net <laughs> oh my goodness they probably <laughs> were in shock the ball like to the other side and we got <laughs> the winning shot uh, I wonder if they remember that but it's just it was like such a a great moment for me but like the ATV in and rolling around in the mud that's always been a really really like present side of who I am um, so when did you decide you want to open up your gym though uh, well opening up a gym I I kind of, at first I didn't, like when I got into training, I didn't. And Mm -hmm. even that's a story because my boy's father, who was my trainer, um, who served as basically the foundation for everything I know um, for personal training, I helped him open his studio. And then when he passed away, it was me and my two babies. And, I remember that. Uh, yes, that was a very uh, trying time. Oh in my your goodness! Life. Yes, yes. I remember the whole the whole thing. But I do remember that. I remember when you guys opened up that gym, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I remember seeing pictures of it. And I said, "They got a real gym. It's a real and gym." I said, <laughs> yes. And from there, after so, you, here's where I, your strength comes in. When he passed away, which had to be one of the most difficult times in yes, your life, especially because you had, she had twin boys, by the way, mm-hmm. and. Um, uh, you had you decided to carry on that legacy, legacy yes. of the gym and tell us what that strength where it come from for you to just say okay I'm gonna be a trainer I'm gonna open up this gym I'm gonna keep this gym going I'm gonna just do this thing well honestly it wasn't it wasn't me um, because you know a lot of people did want me to keep that particular gym open but at that time I wasn't certified as a trainer I just knew. I was the behind the scenes business part of it. Like he did, you know, all of the training, but I had him set up as far as his corporation and, you know, just all of the logistics. It was me. Okay. And nobody really knew that either. Right, right, right. I can can imagine because that's what you do very well. By the way, Farrah has been, she has a very good business mind. That's one of the things I we noticed about her even as a teenager. She always wanted, she was strategic about setting up things, Mm -hmm. setting it up the correct way. And that's just, that's part of my... my obsessive, Demon. compulsive, Compulsive. Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I won't say I have OCD because that is a real thing. But 
Um, and I don't want to minimize that. But anyway, as far as that particular time went, I knew I wasn't going to be able to sustain that business for him. Because first of all, it's like nobody would have trusted me to take over because he was great. He was great at what he did. And even though people knew me, I wasn't I wasn't a trainer. Okay. So I wasn't even going to trick myself or fool myself into believing that. And it wasn't until I had to make a decision about, okay, now I have these boys that I am responsible for entirely. Um, I've lost a second income. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, okay, well, what am I going to do to supplement that? Or how am I going to proceed So I didn't have time to go back to school um, because, of course, I had twin boys who were three months premature. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I have a son who, well, he's one of my twins has cerebral palsy. So a lot of my time is dedicated to him and his Mm -hmm. therapies and everything that he needed. So there was no way I was going to have time to go back to school to take on something else, even though I eventually did. But I decided, okay, one thing that I know is personal training. Mm -hmm. One thing that I have been taught and I know I can kind of just, I love it and I can put my all into it is this. So that's when I decided to get certified as a trainer. And then, you know, just life happened. It's funny how things just kind of fell into my lap as far as um, jobs and uh, prospects and, you know, how I kicked it off because I started with boot camps and things like that. And I would train like if outside space wasn't um, you know, like if it was raining or something like that, I looked for a space where I could take my clients inside and I ran into someone at Oak Forest Park District and started using that particular facility to train my clients or have, um, you know, the boot camp set up in the event that we weren't able to That's be outside. That's where I first came in when she had the uh, boot camp. Exactly. Yes. So I was still just kind of doing the boot camp thing. And then I was able to negotiate something with the then manager where he allowed me to uh, train my clients independently there as long as I brought them in as members. And of course, I paid like a per client rate for them. So they got a, you know, kind of got to know me. I got to know them. And then he left. I ran into his dad, I remember, in Kinko's, and I had on a shirt that had my logo on it, and he was asking me, you know, what it was. I didn't know it was his father, Mm -hmm. but he was asking me what it was, and I explained it to him, and he was like, well, if I introduce you to my son, do you think that's something that you would want to do? Like, would you want to work there? And I'm like, sure. So then that's how we kind of got connected, and I'm like, I'm already there, and I'm like, I know, Bob. I know this. Oh, you didn't even know? I didn't know that it was his father. So when he started talking more, so the relationship was kind of already there, and then when he left... Like everyone else was like, well, you should apply for um, the management position. and da, 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 da. But of course, nobody knew my background. They didn't know, you know, that I had a degree and da, 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 da. Um, they just thought I was a trainer. So I went on and applied and I ended up getting it. So I became the fitness director for the uh, Park District Fitness Center. And then that's how I got basically my experience. I'm like, OK, I'm going to use this as a stepping stone. So at least it can teach me another level to the corporate side or to the uh, behind the scenes of how to run a fitness business. Okay. So I was able to kind of use that to build my clientele as well as learn, you know, just how the setup went. So that was that. And then I knew the ceiling was only so high there though, because it was a part-time position, which worked perfectly for me because I was still doing hair and again, trying to Mm -hmm. build my own brand. Mm -hmm. Um, so when you, we're going to take a break right here. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about uh, Farrah's brand. It's called Remedy. The Remedy, The Remedy, yes. and we're going to talk about that. Then we're going to also get into talking about some of the challenges that are, that come with uh, being in the business of health and training. Because there are some. Uh, and we're going to talk about those. So we'll be right back. Are you tired of being tired? Are you aching, have pain in unexplained places? 
At the root of all diseases like diabetes and high blood pressure and many more is chronic inflammation. There are 10 wild-crafted organic hand-picked herbs in the Be Well Anti-Inflammation Tea that will help calm those flames. Go to brownwomenwellness.com and get 15% off by putting in the code WELLHONEST15. We're back. All right, so we're back. And um, now we're going to talk a little bit. Uh, Farrah has a gem called The Remedy. And that's where I go three days a week. But she also has online business. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about that because you don't have to be in the gym to get what you need for your health in terms of exercising. There are a lot of challenges there. So we're going to talk a little. Tell us, though, about The Remedy and your brand. Okay. So, yeah, the brand is The Remedy Group. It started out as Remedy Salon, but when I picked up the phys- fitness side of it and kind of incorporated all of that together, I changed the name of the uh, of my company to The Remedy Group because I plan to expand. Uh, the gym, the physical gym, is actually called TRG, which is an acronym for The Remedy Group. So it's TRG Exclusive Fit Club and Salon. Um, And yes, we do branch out into online training as well. We have some wonderful nutrition plans and we do some workout plans like you can do um, customized personal training online. And that's been really good, especially right now during this pandemic when people have not been able to get into the gym. So, yeah, and that's one of the things, you know, you've heard about, and the, what is it, the pandemic 15? What is it called? Oh, yeah, like uh, kind of like the freshman 15. Yeah, it's yeah. like everybody's packing on at least 15 pounds uh, during this time. And this is definitely not the time to pack on the pounds because we're also trying to strengthen an immune system as well. So exactly. we don't get that dreadful thing out there. I, I call it the dragon. I gave it a name. I don't <laughs> I don't even say it on on, on uh-huh. the show. I just say the dragon. the dragon. But everybody know what I'm talking about. We don't want to get the dragon. So tell us uh, some of the challenges that to help with these. Because one of the things we want to tell our, our listeners, <laughs> I think one of the struggles everybody have is actually just starting to exercise or starting to eat healthy. What would be some suggestions or tips you would have to get people off the couch? Well, I mean, honestly, it's every individual is different. So it's really going to be more of what motivates that particular person individually. It's really no one size fits all, especially when we're dealing in times like this, because people, so many people are working from home and, you know, whatever. The, the main thing is I just always tell people that you have to picture what your end goal is and imagine it being like a plate of food in front of you, like, or preparing a plate of food. Like, you know, at the end of it, you want to be satisfied. You want to be full. You want to enjoy whatever it is that's on your plate. But in order to fill yourself up, you have to take one bite at a time. You have to take a bite at a time and you have to chew your food. And you have to make sure it goes through your digestive system. And that's just kind of how you have to tackle fitness. You have to understand that that first bite is not going to get you full. It's not going to give you all the nutrients you need. It's not going to give you the satisfaction that you need. It's kind of like fitness. That first workout is not going to do it for you. It's just getting started. So no matter what it is, you just have to take, you have to take the first bite. You got to take the first step. What I'm hearing is just get started. Just get started. And that seems to be most people's challenge, just getting started. started. (laughs) Because, you know, because they, I think people think that they got to have all these equipment. They think they got to have all these fashionable clothes. They (laughs) But yes. that's the thing. And it's like so many clients that I consult with, they kind of do have that mentality is that you have to get ready to get ready. Right. And that's just not necessarily the truth. But 
I mean, going into like our our next point, it really has to be based on your mindset. You have to change your mindset to get yourself ready to take that journey. And she's right about that because like my challenge in my head, in my head, I see myself being this uh, woman, at, at ageless looking woman, and that's my motivation. Mm-hmm. And so everyone has a different motivation, you know, for why. But I would think right now with the challenges that we're having, we're losing so many people. Yes, we are. Uh, with these underlying conditions. And, uh, and, and and it's no secret that it's Blacks who are, are going the fastest. And, yeah. and, and um, we are the ones that need to really figure out how and the what we're going to do this thing. We've got to incorporate healthy eating and we got to move. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I want to, and I can tell you this too, um, in 30 minutes when I'm with Farrah, I do more and it don't take but 30 minutes. Yeah, that's I mean, another thing. those 30 minutes, see, people think they're supposed to be gym rats because I have had, I used to think that, you know, the longer you were in the gym, the better you were doing. I didn't know any better either. And mm-hmm. I would go there with my little cute clothes on <laughs> and I would try, you know, and I would just... Just hang out for hours, you know, and probably wasn't in doing anything, anything that I was supposed to be doing. But what I learned since I've been training with you is that in 30 minutes, you can actually tone your body and get and achieve results that you didn't ever think that you could do mm-hmm. uh, in just 30 minutes, you guys. So that's why I want to encourage uh, the women that are listening to go online, I want them to look. We're going to talk about how you could find Farrah and her program later on. But I want you guys to know we have got to get off the couch. We have got to just do something. we got to move. So, uh, but mindset, like she mentioned earlier, and, and Ter- Farrah and I have actually discussed this uh, a few times about what motivates people. You know, what, what will get people to really start um, to want to eat healthy and exercise. That's a big challenge. It is. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping that if you're listening to this podcast, that we can motivate you and show you because we're going to show you all kind of different little tricks and hacks and stuff like that so that you don't have to feel so overwhelmed. And I think I think part of the reason people don't exercise or go to the gym or eat health is because they're overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. There's, there's so much information out there and then there's a lot of misinformation Mis- yes, out there. there is. And which is one of the reasons, again, that we're doing this podcast so we can bring it straight to people and make them understand that if we say it here, I guarantee you, you can take it to the bank. So on that note, we're going to take another break and we'll be right back. Do you want to bulletproof your immune system to fight viruses during cold and flu season? A cup of Be Well Immunity can keep the doctor away and keep that immune system at optimal levels. There are eight wild-crafted, organic, hand-picked herbs that will do just that. Go to brownwomenwellness.com and get 15% off your next purchase using code WELLHONEST15. And we're back. We're back with uh, Farrah Bledsoe. Uh, Farrah, again, is of the Remedy Group. And we're talking about how we can kind of motivate people and get people to eat healthy and exercise because that's what she does. By the way, uh, we're going to talk later about where you can find But Fair, I noticed you post some really interesting good pictures on Instagram of food. And, mm-hmm. and and it's in your house too, right? You're yeah, doing yeah. these. Are you, it, she makes them look really pretty just so you know. Uh, she's very aesthetic with it. But it looks like it's not that hard. It looks like simple things that you do to 
quick and it's look, yeah. it looks quick most of the stuff i know you don't have time exactly <laughs> so that's one thing that you have to know about me especially when you're looking at those pictures because people think i'm spending hours in the kitchen or i'm you know like positioning and da, 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 da. but food is aesthetic period if you think about when you go out to eat you don't want to play the crap you know presenting in front of you especially when it's something that you're paying for you want it to look appetizing you want it to look good so that's how i try to teach my clients to approach clean eating it's like the one thing that you need to do in order to enjoy this meal is learn how to plate it like okay. make it an experience okay because you know, it doesn't take long um don't cook your food until it's, it <laughs> looks like <laughs> like done and overdone and done done yes. done that, you know you know you know that's how we do we just throw yes. it on there until hallelujah we put everything on 350 Lord. by the way we're on 350, on 350. <laughs> and by the time you put everything on your plate it's the same color it's the same, it's color. The same consistency yeah. and everything and it's just, <laughs> no. we're gonna talk about that too because we lose our enzymes and we know how important those enzymes Absolutely. are to that, our gut so we're gonna talk i want to talk to you a little bit about that because you know i'm on this gut thing right now <laughs> yeah so if you had one exercise everyone should do every day, what would it be? Um, for me, I think probably the hand walkout. Oh, I hate that exercise. I know you That's do. That's the one I just did the other you day. You did do those the other and day. And let me tell you something else. It, she makes it <laughs> look so simple when she's doing <laughs> it. She go, oh, you just bend down and just walk out on the mat. It, now, the way she sounded, it, okay, you really do bend down, guys, and you really yeah. do walk your own weight yes. on that mat. And then you got to come back on the mat. I, you guys have got to go to her website. I'm sure she's probably demoing that exercise because <laughs> I thought when she did it at first, I was like, oh, this is so easy. It's not a big deal. I couldn't come back. Let go. <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, let's do it 10 more times. I was like, 10, ten times. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you why it, I feel like it's one of the um, best exercises, especially because I'm always thinking about the aging process. And especially now that I'm getting older myself, um, and I train a lot of older clients. And one thing that I always want to tackle for them is functional movement and okay. strength training. Yes. So with the walkout, yes, you do have to start at your, you know, start in a standing position and then you kind of bend over with your legs, maintain straight, trying not to bend at the knees. And then you walk yourself out. You have to support your own body weight. And then you push that body weight up back in. But if you think about as you know, we get older, we're at such risk of injury from falling. Mm -hmm. So for me, one thing that that teaches is number one, you're supporting your own body weight. So hopefully that you can learn how to brace yourself if you fall to prevent, you know, from breaking something, whether mm -hmm. it's your wrist, your arms, your, you know, your leg, whatever, you have a little bit better um, chance of being able to brace yourself. Then if you do fall, if you do hit the floor, if you can't push your own body weight back up, then you're really at a disadvantage. Good point. Exactly. Good point. Good point. So it's Never teaching you that. that. Okay. And then it also teaches you core strength. So for that little bit of time that you're walking out into that plank and stretching out into that plank position and you're actually supporting your body weight, then that's developing your core strength a little bit so that you can move better because we do so much sitting mm -hmm. nowadays and core strength is just, it's, it's going downhill. But your core, your center is at is at the center of all of your functional movements. So whether you are trying to get up and down out of a chair, whether you're trying to get off of your knees, whether you're reaching for something, your core is at the center of all of those movements. So a strong mm -hmm. core is extremely important. So that's one of the exercises. I mean, there are a couple of other ones, but I will probably pinpoint that one. Um just because of those main points. Well, that's a good point. Trust me. I, I tried it, you guys. So she's right. <laughs> Everything she's saying is correct. So one more question for you. If you yeah. had to suggest one food 
everyone should try to add to their diet, what would it be? I think I'm going to go a little cliche on that and say an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Um, apples are great, and it's basically kind of um, pointing to what your uh, book is about, your discussion on healing the gut. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that fiber is extremely important to that. Uh, so apples are great for digestion. Of course, they have tons of minerals, and um, you got a good dose of fiber, and which is important for your digestional well-being and your gut. So if there was one simple food that's not so like, eh, to everybody that I could say, just add that to your diet. Like, if okay. you don't do anything else, just eat an apple. That's eat an, not so hard. I it's mean, not, it's an not. apple is, um, we actually enjoy it. But you know what? There's so many apples. Well, it, I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay. Like, they all, they taste different, but as far as what the nutritional value of them all is pretty much the same across the board. Would you say an organic one should be what they pick? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And, and why is that? Well, that's so that you, you know, on that skin, you want to try to avoid as much pesticides and things like that as you can. So when you purchase organic, we hope when you're purchasing right. organic food right. that you are definitely minimizing your risk in that where those apples are grown and farmed and all of that. They're not using the pesticides and then you're not ingesting all of that. Okay. Okay. Very good. All right. So um, that's going to bring us to our segment uh, as we get ready to kind of wrap up here. We're going to talk about our honesty moment of the week. So what the honesty moment of the week is, is when something that really happened to us this week, and by the time you hear this episode, it would have happened and be over with, but (laughs) there's something that happens to us every week and we want to kind of just Throw it out there and say, mm-hmm. tell you the truth. Okay, so, oh, so fair. I'm gonna let you go first. Tell us what happened. Oh, my honesty moment. Well, it was really like not anything in particular, but my life, just we talked about things being overwhelming. My life can be overwhelming sometimes. Um, and it's not that, not overwhelming to the sense where I'm like, oh my God, how am I ever gonna get this done? But just, Sometimes there's so many different things being thrown at me at one time and I'm being pulled in so many different directions, being a single parent, uh, an entrepreneur, you know, business owner, a female. It's just a lot. So so how do you take a breath? Well, that's that's my honesty moment of the week. (laughs) (laughs) I had to actually just go in my bathroom, close my door Mm -hmm. and allow myself to breathe and just remind myself that I am human that it's okay for me to unplug it's okay for me to take a break because sometimes like i'd self-impose like deadlines and Mm -hmm. you know just all of these things that i feel like i should have done by this date and sometimes i'll throw stuff out there like if i put it on social media you better believe it's gonna get done but like good god i'm under a lot of pressure (laughs) i'm under the gun behind the scenes okay so it's just a lot of that going on and then I've gotten a lot like being on this podcast today. I've gotten a lot of great opportunities coming at me all at once and just trying to sort through and filter them and make sure that I'm taking advantage of it, you know, properly because I am, again, still building my brand. So, so breathing, breathing, so breathing. It's funny you talk about breathing because we talk about that a lot in our Facebook group, um, the Brown and Wellness Facebook group. We talk about breathing, and, and I never knew there were so many techniques to breathing either. Uh, I are. used to think that you know you just take a breath. Well, yeah, you can, but if you breathe. Uh, you know, there's different ways of breathing. If you find all those ways of breathing, you will be able to. It really does do. That's that oxygen, though, going into your lungs. It really does release a lot of tension. It does. Yeah. It does. You can feel it. Like, I just took a couple of deep breaths as I was yeah. sitting here. And you you truly can. It's just like a good 
cleansing. Yes. So, yeah. That's I, um, important. Mm-hmm. Very so, important. Well, my honesty moment of the week is I... um. I'm in school for functional uh, nutrition again, uh, and I, I'm a geek. Okay, I'm, I'm, <laughs> you're a nutrition. I'm geek. a nutrition geek. I'm, I, you know, I even get, get into the physiology and the psychology of it. And this, the new subject now, we're talking about the gut. And we had, a, I had an aha moment uh, with my daughter Akila, and she's not here to discuss it, but. Uh, we're going to talk about this in other episodes. But Akila was having anxiety, mm. uh, and. They would just come. Mm-hmm. They would just come, and we don't know where they were coming from. And she was breaking. She had eczema, so mm-hmm. it was coming through her skin. Mm-hmm. You know, her, she would break out on her hands. Well, since I've been in school and been getting all these diagnoses, we discovered her whole problem was in her gut. Got in her gut. Mm-hmm. It was in her gut, and uh, she can't eat have any gluten. So one of the things for my honesty moment was it was like being able to help my own daughter. Just with that little information, because we were kind of tricky trying to figure out, we thought it was what she was eating, which it was going mm-hmm. through her gut. Mm-hmm. But there are other things that connected. So I didn't know how much the gut and the brain were the one and the same almost. Right. And so that's why the anxiety was coming in, because it, the gut was out of out of uh, whack. And as a result, her brain, it was affecting and that's how, where the anxiety was coming from. So just that revelation. Mm-hmm. You know. Because your brain does trigger. I mean, if you think about it, your brain does trigger certain responses that kick off other hormonal responses that are linked to your gut and what your body is releasing and all of those. I was things. I was just amazed. So anyway, I, I, I was just on. I was really just appalled. I mean, I was grateful that I was able to help my own child. Yeah. So that was my, my honesty moment of the week. That's a good honesty moment. Yeah. So we're going to take another break here and we'll be right back. Feeling stressed? Need to calm your anxiety naturally? Be Well CBD tea can do just that. Hand-picked organic herbs infused with CBD will relax you and calm those nerves. Go to brownwomenwellness.com and get your 15% off. Use this code WELLHONEST15. All right, we're back. Um, so, you know, we also like to talk about what we're loving this week. You know, sometimes, <laughs> I'm a, since I'm such a geek, you know, I'm always, it just seems like all the information just flows in. I'll be, I'll, I'll be all over the place. Sometimes I'm over there listening to Dr. Mercola. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm listening to Jason Fung. I got these doctors that I follow who have broken rank. They're no longer part of the status quo. <laughs> so I follow them and you and I'm always shocked at some of the things that they're saying. And by the way, a lot of doctors that I follow are not on uh, social media. Okay. They have taken them off. Oh. Um, yeah, they have removed them. With their uh, fact checking. Yeah, and, and because they're giving information out that they really don't want the masses to hear. Right. So it's um, not reflecting what the media tells you. Exactly. And so they have, so so it's like an underground movement um, that you, and it, once you start digging into that underground movement, it just, all the information just keeps flowing to you and flowing to you. Mm-hmm. So anyway, mm-hmm. uh, so tell us, uh, Farrah, uh, what you're loving uh, this week. What am I, well, I have a new outlook. I, I'm, I think that's going to be my new, uh, well, what I'm loving this week. And it's I'm having some work done at my home. I just purchased a home in June. So I'm having some work done there. And the story of my life is things just never 
go according to plan. Like okay. there is, there's always something that goes wrong. Well, there's your plan and then there's and God's then there's plan. God, <laughs> man, man. Sometimes I just feel like he snaps a finger and be like, nope, it's not, nope, that's not how it's going to happen. Or, it's, you know, it's always a little snafu in there somewhere. But anyway, I guess my outlook, and it has been there for a while, but I've had to really apply it this week. And that's just really don't sweat the small stuff. There you go. There's so many things that we could be worried about or worried about on a, you know, on a daily basis, especially if COVID and this pandemic hasn't given you anything as a takeaway. I think it should be that because there's so many things that are more important than there was a nick on your shoe when you purchased it. Now you got to send it back or, you know, sometimes somebody forgot to put something in your bag. Just things that would, you know, sometimes make other people blow up. Um, but there were, I got some cabinets basically, and two of the cabinets were damaged. And I'm like, you got new kitchen cabinets? Not kitchen. Oh, my laundry room. Laundry room. I'm working my way around. Okay. Gotcha. So I, um, two of the cabinets were damaged and my sister was like, it is always like you, it's always something like you always have to take something that whenever I'm working on a project or whatever, there is always something to either slow it down Mm -hmm. or, you know, it doesn't ever just go Mm -hmm. smoothly. Mm Mm-hmm. And she like, but you just have this I don't care attitude. And I'm like, well, it kind of because I don't, because mm-hmm. what am I going to do about it? Right. Like, it's, I've got to get it fixed. I got just, okay, well, I just don't think take it's, it back I to don't, the store. I don't think it's I don't care attitude. I would call it a little different. I would say that you, instead of stopping and saying that this is something you're going to worry about, you try to fix it. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's okay. Well, yeah. what we got to do, let's just keep it moving. And Exactly. Okay, I got to go. You've always been like that. Though. Yeah. That's how you've gotten to where you are today. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. That's And that's that's part of a mindset, actually. I think before, though, it did, like, appearances are something, yeah, too. Sure. Uh-huh. Sure. But I think I did probably appear that way, but at a point in my life, I would internalize those things. Okay. You know, and maybe not show the world that it bothered me, but... Okay. And now it really just don't bother me. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I guess I've experienced it so much, and maybe that's a lesson. Yeah, true enough. Well, we uh, continue to grow. Um, what I'm loving this week is I'm planning a trip. Uh, I'm actually going to... I can't wait. I'm helping Akila relocate. Yeah. And I'm going to spend some time, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, during that holiday period. And I'm just going, I'm loving just planning that trip and taking my time and just going away. Mm-hmm. I just need some, I need to get out of Dodge. And be leisurely, right? And Well, I don't know how leisurely I'm because I'm helping her move. So <laughs> it probably won't be that leisure, but it'll be in a different city with a different environment, mm-hmm, a different mm-hmm. atmosphere, different energy. So that's that's kind of like uh, what I'm loving this week. Yeah, okay. I get it. I get it. I love it. I love it. All right. So now that brings us to our healthy tip of the week. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. So y'all heard me talking about the gut. And by the way, we're going to have a whole show on the gut. <laughs> this, but I'm going to just touch on this now because... When you, when it, is it Hippocrates? Please make, help me say his name correctly. I'm going to say Hippocrates. Hippocrates. I'm Hippocrates. Okay. When he said all disease start in the gut, and mm. I think he said this back in the 1600s. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think people were paying any attention <laughs> because, you know, uh, I know I wasn't. And I didn't really understand it quite, you know, if I go back. But since I have been studying the gut, uh, which along with that comes, by the way, the poop. Uh, when you study <laughs> the gut, you got to study the poop. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know 
how many forms and shapes the poop came in. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. But then I learned that the one you want is that nice, smooth S shape. Yes. Okay. Nice and soft. <laughs> and so if it's not smooth and soft, like a S, sort of like, you know, when you see a uh, moment go to, you go buy an ice cream cone mm-hmm. and you know how it's coming out of the machine. Yes, exactly. That's what your poop is supposed to look like every time. Do you remember Oprah talked about that? I did, and what? she she was on. She still had her show, her talk show at the time, but mm-hmm. she she I think she did a whole segment on mm-hmm. poop. Um, but she was just so fascinated with her own and the fact that she had gotten it to the point where it was making that S shape right. so like, I would never forget that. That's funny because I always turn around now and I look back in my <laughs> to see what my poop looks like because there are there are I think it's like six or seven shapes that it could be in. And yes. here's the other one that I learned that just had me laughing so hard that if you if it plops and you hear that noise <laughs> in the toilet, you're in trouble. <laughs> It's not supposed to be a noise. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so so what I the healthy tip and then here's at the uh the tip that I want to give you guys and again we'll come back and discuss the whole gut thing and the poop thing one another time but <laughs> at the Hallmark all of that is chewing your food. Mm-hmm. So, you know, <laughs> And so, and part of what you talked about a little earlier about plating the food, yes, and how you make the presentation of your food, mm-hmm. I think that that should go with it because if you got a nice presentation, you'll take your time, you'll take your time, and you're eating. I think too many of us are eating on the run. Yes, uh, I think too many of us are just um, eating in front of the television. We know we're not doing conscious eating. Uh, where and and what happened to the dinner table where exactly where you sit around with your family and you discuss you know what happened to you during the day and now you're eating and you're I think what we got to do is got got we got to go back and we got to go back to some of the basics mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we have to really sit down and enjoy our food we need to look at our food we need to pay attention to our food and we need to chew our food. Uh, and it depends on what you're eating, on how long you're going to chew. Some people say, well, how long are you supposed to chew? I don't really know. I don't have a number for that. Unless you do, Farrah. I don't know there's a number. No. Okay. I, yeah, no, I don't, I don't necessarily It's not a really a number, right. But you know you should chew it until it's mechanically chewed. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and some foods take longer than others. And others to chew. Oh, right. right. So just so we need to be what is called conscious chewing um, and just chew it until, because it's got to go, listen. If you all know how many phases the food has to go through, go through in yes. your stomach, it will blow your mind. You know, so so if you knew how far that food had to travel, that transit time to turn into that poop, mm-hmm. then you would chew your food better. Another thing I learned about chewing your food, too, everybody's talking about how they're overweight and they're struggling with their weight. Chewing your food actually helps you with that problem because it the digestive system is stronger. Yeah, so the, the the actual chewing process sends a signal to your brain to start releasing digestive enzymes to help you break the food down and send all the nutrients and everything else where it's supposed to go. So your saliva, all of that plays a part in the digestion process and it starts in your mouth. It starts with the chewing process. So it is very important to chew. Like you can't just swallow a broccoli, a broccoli floret 
and your body. You, you know. sure about that? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> just imagine what, you know, it's supposed to look like when it comes out, you know, the other end. So, And, and that's the key. If you think about what it comes out on the other end, that, that'll help you. Because if you're struggling on the other end, it's because you did not, not chew chewing. your food correctly. Or, of course, that's a whole nother subject, what, what you're, you're putting eating. in. Right. Exactly. So, uh, but that's that's my healthy uh, tip of the week. And uh, again, we're going to one day come back. Farrah will be back uh, in, in this guest chair many times. And we're going to tackle a lot of different subjects and, and because she has um, a lot to offer in terms of clean eating. And so with that, we're going to, Farrah, tell everybody where they can find you, all the places that they can find you in the remedy. Okay. Well, first I wanted to lead with um, another tip okay. regarding okay. like with this pandemic and all of that. So, cause a lot of people are exercising at home and I'm still getting clients to come in and consult and, you know, tell me that they're having problems. They can't reach your goals. They've gained all this weight. So I wanted just to, if you're going to set up a gym at home or set up some space at home, you have to get back to mindset, but you have to get in the right mindset. And the key to that is separating the space. So like when you go mm. to a gym, you know, you're basically looking for that environment because with that environment comes like a little bit of accountability because it's like, okay, I'm in this space and this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So like you have treadmills and dumbbells and kettlebells and things like that at home. Don't set it up in the middle of the living room. Well, that's where I see it. Or I don't see it. set it up. No. <laughs> I mean, if you have no other alternative, then I understand. But sure. you still, even if it's so just a corner. space. Have separate that the space oh, exactly delegate and said, just like you may have a home office or you know your house has a bathroom it has a kitchen there's delegated spaces for that so when you walk in the kitchen you know there's a certain thing that you think of you think of cooking or you know you're eating entertaining your okay. family or whatever okay. that is that makes sense so, so we're not supposed to hang our clothes on a treadmill no uh, and that's part what, of our closet exactly right. so if it's in your bedroom or in the living room then that's what ends up happening and all you're doing is saying hi and bye to it every time you okay. walk in and out of the door so just designate yourself some space. Okay. But for okay. those of you who are able to work out in a gym or, you know, you're still willing to come out and either do now, this is for the local people in the Chicago area. Exactly. Okay. So TRG, TRG Exclusive Fit Club and Salon, the actual physical location is in Oak Forest. We're at 4849 167th Street, Oak Forest, Illinois. Um, our phone number there is 708-382-7044. Um, and if you're not ready for that, you can find me on the web. My personal website is currently under construction, um, but I'll give it to you anyway. It is farabledso.com. And there's a homepage right now, you know, that's set up a coming soon page because I'm just working on adding some brilliance to it. But you can also find the Fit Club. So you can trgfitclub.com is where you can find that. And that can kind of lead you back and forth and kind of give you some direction and insight into what we offer. And then we're on Instagram. I'm on Instagram um, at The Remedy Inc., and then at TRG Fit Club on Facebook, it's just Farrah Bledsoe. And um, for the gym, it's TRG Exclusive Fit Club and Salon. So we'll have all this in our show notes. You'll be able to, um, you know, see all the links uh, in the show notes where you'll be able to find her. So we want to thank you. We're welcome to wrap up another episode of Well, Honestly, the podcast where we try to be real honest and talk about wellness mm -hmm. and give you guys some great tips. And it's been a great show. Thank you, Farrah, for joining. Thank you for having me, my dear. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Well Honestly, the podcast. If you want to know more about us and our products, check us out over on our website at brownwomenwellness.com. And remember,
remember, ladies, we are not doctors, and any information shared by us is not medical advice. Always follow your doctor's advice. And don't forget to rate and review our podcast and let us know what you loved about this week's episode. And please subscribe to wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Feel free to email us and let us know what you would like to hear more of from us. Don't be afraid to say hi. We'll say hi right back to you. Don't forget to find us across all social platforms at Brown Women Wellness. As always, show notes with the links to what we talked about today in this week's episode will be in the description box below. Thanks for listening.